When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. This is Jesse May, your host. This week is another SWAT cast with Craig Rasmussen, which is a mouthful of a last name. His podcast is a Storycraft podcast, and we get into a lot of shit. We talk about Harvey Weinstein, we talk about my favorite horror movies, organic food, and I even do a couple of my award-winning impressions. I'm known for my impressions, so buckle up. Light up your blunt and get ready for this week's Sharp Tongue Podcast. I told you fools I would answer your questions, and I found a bunch of them on my Facebook fan page. Also, if you guys want to see me live before I get to the questions this week, I'm going to be at LaSalle College on Friday the 20th. So uh, it's probably just for students, but see if you can talk your way in. I'll be performing there in um, Massachusetts. It's right outside of Boston. And then also the first weekend of November, November 3rd, 4th, and 5th, I'll be at the Hartford Funny Bone. November 12th, I'll be hosting the High Times Cannabis Cup Awards Show in, s- in California. And also for Thanksgiving weekend, I feel like my voice is so weird. <laughs> for Thanksgiving weekend, I'm going to be returning, as I always do, to Syracuse Funny Bone and in the mall there. It used to be Carousel Mall, but everyone fucking calls it Destiny no- Mall now, and I will still call it Carousel Mall because I'm OG, motherfucker. I'll be at the Syracuse Funny Bone the Thanksgiving weekend, November 24th, 23rd, 25th, and 26th. So if you guys have listened list <laughs> It's the end of a day, and it's been a very long couple of days in between me traveling. I got back from Denver last week, and I am going to Boston tomorrow, and I've had to cram a lot in a couple of days, so I apologize that my brain is not full functioning. You guys may have, if you watched my Weeds Day, I do Weeds Day Live every Wednesday at 1.20 Pacific, 4.20 Eastern Standard, on Facebook Live and now Instagram Live, I've implemented, uh, while well I attempted to do that, on my bed, I learned a couple things. I learned maybe don't smoke marijuana and drink hot tea while you're recording on a mattress. <laughs> <laughs> There's, I'm literally looking at a, a big-ass stain on my bed. I spilled my whole cup of tea, went on my laptop. My laptop's pretty much destroyed now. Nothing got burned because the tea put the the joint out, for Christ's sake. (laughs) So, um, yeah, it was very delightful. (laughs) So, yeah, check out Weeds Day every Wednesday on Facebook Live and Instagram Live. I do questions there as well. I try to get all my questions answered from my Facebook Live page to keep it in one place. But uh, sometimes you guys put them on Twitter and stuff. But if you'd like to come to some of my shows, send me a message, email me, jessiemaypelusocomedy at gmail.com. I do give tickets away. And I would love for you guys to come out and see me live. I'm working on putting my 
first comedy special together, so that's going to take a few months to gather all that together, but I'm, I'm excited. There's a lot of stuff I'm working on that I've been working on for a while that hopefully will pan out. Otherwise, I'm just going to fucking move to Kansas and have a llama farm, so you guys better really bring it. <laughs> So uh, enjoy the swap cast, and at the end, I'll answer all of your questions that you guys asked, all eight of them. So you're going to have to listen through the podcast in order to get your questions answered. How about that, motherfucker? Hope you enjoy this episode. We talk about so much fun shit. I do my world-famous impressions, world-famous, award-winning, Nobel Pulitzer Prize prizes. God's Bankers, A History of Money and Power at the Vatican. One of my friends recommended that. Mm-hmm. I haven't read it yet. Are you, are you a history buff or into international conspiracy stuff? What's the deal? I just like nonfiction. I like either really, I like either really, really good novel or something that's like I'm going to learn from. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, that's what I do too. Kind of giving Audible all my money. <laughs> I got plenty. You of, listen to books. I got plenty of ear time, but no eye time, so it's easier for me to listen to books and read books. Yeah, I haven't started doing that. I need to start doing that. Yeah. I want to listen to books, but I want to listen to everyone poops on Audible. <laughs> I think it'd be fun. Like it's just... read by Brian Cranston. Are you serious? I'm dead Are we recording? Yeah. I really want to listen to Brian Cranston. Are you serious? Yeah. He I, reads everyone poops. I have it. I can play it for you. It's not very long. <laughs> We can't play it on the podcast because I'm sure we'll get in trouble. But, <laughs> we could play thir- 15 seconds of it. It's got to be like the music I rule. Think, I think you might be right about that. Hold on, let me, let me find it real quick. Um, Brian Cranston reading Everyone Poops, yo. I bet he asked for that job. He probably was like, yo, is anybody making an audio book of Do you this? think he said yo? Yes. <laughs> we both were like, you yo, me, he you, said yo. You made, me, you made me do that. <laughs> I make people yo a lot because I say yo all the time. I make people yo all the time. I make I'm people talking yo. about cocaine. Ready, right guys, for sound effects? That's me opening my pot. Uh-oh, it's happening. Wait a minute, where is it? Wait, guess which one is the real one. You ready? Close your eyes. Okay, come on. <laughs> come on, they're pretty close. You're right, they're, they're pretty close. <laughs> they were really close. I think that was a really good sound effect. Set. Oh, I don't have Everyone Poops. I have You Have to Fucking Eat, read by Brian Cranston. Does he read Everyone Poops? You're going to break it's my heart. Same, it's the same author. Think, okay. Right? So You Have to Fucking hold Eat? Hold on. Yes, I'm going to go to audible.com. Hold on. No. You have to go to audible.com. Not jessemaypelusa.com. Please, it's That's only jessemay.com. You won't find it. Oh. If you go to jessemaypelusa.com. Oh, sorry. I just, it's only jessemay.com. I, I didn't look jessemay.com. <laughs> I, I looked at the site, but not the... Name. This drink is delicious. Have you drink? Have you had those? Th- are really good. These co- are I like the coconut, so good. Uh, what flavor is that? Coconut. It's like drink. It's weird because it's like drinking suntan lotion. But for some reason, I enjoy. I guess I like drinking suntan lotion. Everything's organic now. Oh, is that aloe coconut? Is that what that is? Yeah, it's aloe coconut. It's all organic. We're gonna find out. Organic isn't gonna be good one day. Everything was too organic, and our guts are gonna be turned inside out. Did you find it? Jesse, I lied to you. You lied to me. Who rings everyone poops? I'm going to die. I'm going to die. Break it to me softly. Who reads it? Nobody does. Morgan Freeman should. I used to want to do this joke about... That's his swan song. He's actually just waiting. (laughs) 
he, he's like, when I'm, when I'm nine to five, I'm going to read this book. I always wanted to try and do a joke or figure out how to do something where Morgan Freeman narrates my rape. Jesus that would Christ. be so Jesus amazing. <laughs> well, she, she, she wore a skirt she probably shouldn't have. He's like the asshole cop who's giving a statement about, well, she brought it on herself, basically, is what you're saying. Oh, my God. That, so for you broke my heart with the everyone poops thing, though. I have to be honest. I think I might have to set your graphic I think novel you got me on back fire. With the Morgan Freeman rape narration. I think I did. Yeah, I did. Don't set my graphic novel. On fire. I'm gonna set. You could just give it back to me. I'll sell it to somebody. Who no, wants I'm not gonna it. set it on fire. I'm gonna. You know what I'm gonna use it to set my wet core drink on. That's terrible. That probably hurts your soul a little bit. You you look like you're gonna cry. <laughs> How many years of work is in that book? Many. <laughs> Here's another question. How many years of parental neglect is in that book? Many, many. <laughs> <laughs> I love my parents, but she nailed it right oh, on. God. Are you an only <laughs> child? Uh, sort of. My sister's 14 years older than me, so. 14 years older? We have different dads. Oh, God. Are you from upstate New York? No. That's like the prerequisite to be from upstate New York. I feel like that's a prerequisite for lots of places. It is. <laughs> yeah, it's not just upstate. It's probably like south. The south probably has a lot of that. That's Jersey. Where would that have been? I actually don't know where... The first part of that whole, like, that whole thing, my sister's life, that whole thing. I don't know where that, that started. I think they were, were they in Ohio or Wyoming? Wow, different dads. Yeah. Your mom whole just. Whole different life. Whoa. Like my sister grew up with my grandparents, so my grandfather was kind of like her dad, but then my dad adopted her when my mom and dad got married, so my dad was also her dad. And that's your dad? Yeah. Oh, that's so weird. I'm not weird. I'm not, weird's not bad, but it is interesting. It's kind of weird because he's closer to her than to me. Fucking asshole. He's a nice dude. I love him. He's a terrible person. <laughs> I'm just kidding, sir. He doesn't listen to podcast. Yeah, well, that because he's a fucking asshole. <laughs> you know what you look like? A white Obama. What? Mm-hmm. All right. I'll take it. So what are you saying? That I should go for 2020 or... <laughs> don't choke. This will, I don't want this to be the first episode where someone chokes. I do know the Heimlich, though. Oh, my God. I just called you the white Obama. Has anyone ever told you that? I don't know. I'm trying to parse the racial implications of that. Yeah. Because you, you, like, you legit look like whitewashed Obama. Well, uh, I appreciate that. <laughs> Was that your Obama meets... That's my fucking horrible impression like, of somebody's impression. It sounded like Probably Pride. Elvis at the end. I don't know. It like, like Elvis. Very much. That's my Obama. Obama. Yeah. <laughs> Obama Presley. <laughs> Elvis, Elvis, Elvis Barack Obama. Presley, Elvis Obama. Barack Presley. I like Elvis Obama. Barack Presley. Yeah, you look like it. You should look it up. Barack Presley almost sounds like a like an Irish, an angry Irish guy. Or it does. Or it sounds like a very, very high end, like <laughs> like a like a, a Chico's for men. <laughs> Chico's for men. Barack Have you seen Presley. these slacks? I got them at Barack Presley. They make culottes for men. <laughs> <laughs> they make clothes that men can wear and feel like men. <laughs> Do you want to have a little bit more aeration in your taint? Barack. Jesse, can we start a business? Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Let's start a business. This, this episode will forever be known as the founding episode. <laughs> this, we're the founders of what? Barack Presley. What are those? You like culottes? How about on men? Let's be honest. From this conversation so far, it's just the start of things we're going to found. <laughs> <laughs> this whole episode is going to be probably like similar to what inspired Shark Tank. Yeah. Well, you know how like Elon Musk helped to found PayPal? Mm-hmm. And now you look at all the stuff he's doing because he probably kind of brainstormed all that shit 
when he was doing PayPal. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. He was like, I got to get away from Peter Thiel because he's a creep. And then he went and did his own thing. Yeah. I'm not saying that one of us are going to run away from each other. I'm Elon Musk. We're brainstorming right now. You're probably the Elon Musk. I'm Elon Musk. Thiel, you just said I was the white Obama. How can I be Peter, Peter Thiel? Well, because I like to mix it up. Okay. <laughs> also, I like to play characters, so I'll go. Do a character. What kind of a character? I don't know. <laughs> Do like, um... Do like, a, like a happy Irish character for you. you know? Oh, no, my God, that sounds so creepy, your eyes right now. <laughs> Never do that accent again. What can I do the accent without the eyes? Yeah. Okay. That's good, though. That's pretty good. It's all right. Do you like to do accents? Yeah. I huh. practice them. Gareth makes me jealous because he gets a yeah. podcast where he does accents like every single And he's episode. good at them. He's really, because he has a UK family, so he like grew up with all these crazy accents. I didn't know that. It makes me, we talked about it in his episode, I was just like, I'm so envious, because he just had the example in your face all the time. Yeah, and it's watch, like, like it train just... spotting over and over again. And, oh, and, God. And, I can never uh, understand. I have to watch, I need like... And in the name of the father of Daniel Day-Lewis, which is the most like heart-wrenching movie next to Schindler's List. Uh, I don't think I've era. seen that. It's just about the IRA and like you know people uh, convicted of crimes they didn't commit and in the name a lot of the of father in jail yeah but it's Daniel Day Lewis it's a really one of his great performances is he cobbling shoes again that's I feel like he's all he's doing I think he's doing he one said he more. retired he from just comedy did a movie or with from Paul Thomas comedy. Anderson and that's it what that's is it going to be I don't know exactly what it's called it's another period piece of some kind it's set in like the seventies I think I, he's not there's no way he can walk away from acting he's he going to come he's back he's retired like five times has he really yeah. He just waits four years, and then somebody gives him a script, and he's like, oh, all right. He's like, oh, I can't not do this. I mean, he might be annoying himself being in character on set all the time. He probably you know is. I mean? like, he's like, I'm, I'm so pretentious that I'm irritated with myself. Yeah. I'm going to go make shoes, because i got to go be humble again. It's probably Seriously. literally the process he's going through. I think his the way he accepts a script is, he's like, do <clears throat> I get to wear suspenders and the creepiest mustache ever? <laughs> exactly. What's I'll do the show. hair quotient? And the, what's the suspender quotient? <laughs> is it an era... Where plumbing wasn't around. Plus, if there's a good hat, total bonus. If there's a hat, <laughs> are there cobblestone streets in the background? Yeah, okay. Exactly. How many odd clothing bits can I wear? <laughs> Creepy mustache, a cummerbund, and cobblestone? Okay. Yeah. Also, if I get to viciously kill someone while looking directly into the camera. Oh, God. I'm in. He's so good, though. No, he's, I mean... He's up there in the tippy, tippy top. He which really is what makes is. it so sad that he keeps retiring and, you know, only does... Yeah, but he can't, like... He's, I think one of the reasons why he's so good is he's out of public eye mm-hmm. after in between movies. He also probably has such good taste that he sees what's going on in movies and he's like, maybe I should actually retire. Yeah. Somebody's going to be like, hey, Daniel Dillis, want to do some motion capture? And, you know, like, hey, do you want to remake giraffe, something? You know? like, that sounds fun. I would like to play a draft. <laughs> I'd love to see him. I'd be, the, I'd be the neck. I don't want to be the face of the body. I just want to be the middle part. You just want to be the neck. Yeah, I just want to move the neck around. Like 27 <laughs> straight vertebrae. That's your <laughs> So. I'm the lumbar of a giraffe. He's like, you ever do the worm in high school at dance? You know, he's like, <laughs> what playing the neck of a giraffe is like. I just drank this whole drink. Yeah. On the mic. 18 ounces. I'm sure you all loved listening to me swallow that. It was delicious. It, it was it unpaid was, endorsement. I'm gonna say it was like uh, deliciousness envy that I was having over. Yeah, the I didn't even ask you if you wanted any. Oh, that's okay. I asked you before we started. I did it, and you busted out a water bottle from your back pocket like some sort of magician. Die you on the microphone. That's what. You son of a. You're acting like the white Obama right now. (laughs) Why? Because I'm gotcha podcasting. Yeah. Is he doing something I don't know about? I mean, I know half his staff does podcasts now. (laughs) Should light this up? Can I light a joint on your podcast? I would be upset if you didn't, especially because you're using a barbecue lighter. (laughs) 
<laughs> I didn't mean to. I'm sorry, I just blew it all right into your microphone. Did you even get a hit off of that? I did. I take gentle hits. Oh. I like to take little bitty hits. Gentle hits. Yeah. Is like, that a band name? Yeah, they're great. Like they trio, were at Lilith right? Fair. It's like a trio. Yeah. It's, like doing instrumentals. It's or, all finger yeah. symbols. It's three different. <laughs> I just have a totally different picture in my head than what you actually meant. I'm sorry. It's one cello and two sets of finger symbols. Oh. oh. I had to answer the door. It was Amazon. Sometimes I smoke joints and I purchase things on Amazon.com and then it's like a fucking surprise. Oh shit! What did you get? To- Wait a minute. Oh shit! So what you're telling me is we're gonna now have a vinyl ending to this podcast. Yeah, it's I like, have. It's for 45s. It's for 45s, and I have all. It's for my. I, cause I have all these comedy albums. Oh my god! Do you have a comedy album collection? I do. I have like. A um, couple Richard Pryors. I've got a Phyllis Diller. I've got two uh, I'm Steve like Martins. I know they're in the other <laughs> room. They're in the guest room. And then I have uh, Let's Get Small. I just bought two rare ones. Rare, rare, rare. That's a tough word. Rare ones when I was in uh, Omaha. They had a really rare Carlin, and they had a rare Richard Pryor. I'm very excited about this. I'm excited about it. I don't remember the last table. time I saw a turntable for 45s that wasn't like in a movie than was for kids. Like That's fun, huh? It's a weird artifact from my past. Yo, and it plays your phone. Built-in Bluetooth support. Wow, that's how you bring it back from the dead, right? Yeah, talk about resurrection. Briefcase turntable. Yo, I can travel with this shit? <laughs> That's Can you imagine rolling up to a house party with your fucking portable 45 speaker turntable? You're laughing like it's a joke. <laughs> I would have a party around that, and you're like, it's Richard Pryor night. I'm not kidding. You can fly with that. You should bring it to Phoenix now. I could fly with it. This is, what if I played it on the plane? I'd be a total asshole. You'd <laughs> be like riding the bus in L.A., or there's Just, kids with their phone speaker yeah. on Super Loud playing hip hop or whatever. I, that's one of my pet peeves. Like when people are when they play their music and their videos on their phones out loud. Get a fucking get a headphone. Get some, some consideration for other human. I don't want to. I don't want to see you watching your stupid YouTube videos. I don't need to hear all that shit and just a bunch of bitches. Is it shot? It's just too tight. It is really tight. And you know what? That my joint sat through the rain, so you might have to loosen up the bud in the middle. That joint it sat through a rainstorm out on my ledge, and then I lit it once it dried up. I like to resurrect everything, apparently. Yeah. You even have this really old radio behind you, this crazy Panasonic from like 1972 or something. That works. I'm sure it works. It was my grandma's. It'll work after the apocalypse. Yeah, well, it was my grandma's two, it was AM, FM, and this little Betty, this bowling pin that's painted like a, what is that creature? My soft spot just sucked in. Oh, a penguin? Yeah, the bowling pin painted like a penguin. I think that creature's a tuxedo. Yeah, that's a tuxedo penguin, and it says Betty on it. That was my grandma's. Those are the two things I found that I liked in her house. Does it have, like, a little flower on its head? Mm-hmm. No. It does. Someone painted over the flower. It's such a macabre tradition when you when someone dies and you go in their house and you gather their belongings and you take them home. Sort of macabre, but it's also kind of a beautiful nostalgia mm-hmm. thing, right? I think. No, it is. It's just a... <clears throat> The sum of your life yeah. is interesting. Well, that's for sure. I think, you know, we talked a little bit about my dad. So, like, his he was raised Christian scientist. That's one of the reasons. Holy shit. And stuff. There's, there's other reasons, too. I'm not going to really go into it, I guess. But um, when his parents died, we found out 
so much shit because, about them because nobody ever communicates in a Christian site. Oh no, it's all repressed. Anything. Yeah, because because no one's living so up like, to the. We found out about affairs. There were love letters. There was all kinds of like. Yo, that's a Netflix shit. documentary. There was so much shit. I Let's know. film this. If I could find a way to hack into it, like I would do it. But my dad is just—he's just this enigma. Like he. He's very slippery. Like, you start to have a personal conversation. And he doesn't want to have it. And then it's like, oh, ha, ha, on Fox News, this is what's on right now. Oh, shit. Fuck, never mind. See, that's such an interesting thing when you leave such a religious lifestyle and you abide by such religious laws that the amount of hypocrisy that just has to exist because if you look at the basis of religion, it's so, it doesn't fit into life. If you played a logic game with the Bible, it would be like one thing would cancel out another thing oh, and fucking right yeah. the entire book. Especially if you tried to play the history game, you know, of how events may or may not have happened. It's just... It sounds like... Have some perspective. It life. sounds like someone's attempt to just... I mean, it's someone's attempt to control it's exactly the Bible. That's exactly... Especially because it's been edited to focus in on particular... Specific things and, like, reissued. And it's like... You know, just don't be an asshole. That's my religion. Exactly. The biggest Facebook fight I ever got in was because I posted a thing by David Cross. It was this paragraph from one of his sets where he's talking about how the Bible's been edited. It was originally written by men, and it's been edited since then. So just pay attention to what you're, you know, taking into your mind, basically. And I got so many fucking fights. Oh, my God. It's like, are you kidding? It's called the King James edition. That's insane. It says it in the title. It's been edited. That sounds so fucking crazy. And you're fucking going crazy, like, right now? Yeah, because it's it's like when you attack someone's team. Yeah. Because they feel like... You know, that's that's their identity. You're invalidating my existence. Yeah. yeah exactly. And when you feel like you're a part of this bigger thing with a bigger meaning, then your life has more meaning. Exactly. And that's working now. Yeah, now it's working. I'm good. That's all you. You enjoy that, Cali weed. Cali weed. You can just let it burn out. It's the paper will let it I don't wanna do that. There's enough of it left. You can enjoy it later. Oh yeah, I will enjoy it later. I get back to joints like a four months after I've lit them. I find a couple and, and I'm like so delicious. It is. Point, it's like it's like finding a twenty dollar bill in your jacket when you find a joint in your couch. It's like finding a <laughs> a really crinkled, sweaty smelling one dollar bill, I think, in your Oh couch. man, I thought you were gonna say dick. <laughs> really wrinkly sweaty. Have you found one of those before? We can look at my couch, I'm sure there's something like equivalent in there. It's there's gotta be in one of those crevices. Just like uh, <laughs> what you said, what you say on your sets, a, a, a shriveled up bird. Yeah, it was yeah. like a dead baby bird. Dead baby bird. That's what it was. Yeah. That's what it looks like to me. Yeah. It, you know, the one, before it gets its feathers, it's got like the pale, transparent skin. You can see the veins through it. It's like, oh man, it fell out of the nest. That's what it looks like. And there's a beak. <laughs> if there's a beak, there's a serious problem. There's going such on. a serious problem. Like the reptilian brain took over too much in your in your uh, or you need developmental to stage. Physician. Yeah, or you <laughs> need to like trim your nails. There's no nails down there. Oh, I God. Um, that's a. Uh, I think that might have been like a demon. Yeah, maybe it was a demon. Or, uh, what, a dick demon. Some kind of dick demon. They all are mutant growth, like in um, Total Recall, where the guy's got the like half human hanging from. Yeah. His chest. Yeah. That makes me think of. Um, one of my favorite movies is uh, The Thing. Yeah. Where With Kurt Russell. Yeah, the good. Well, I, the, I, the like second. The, I like the prequel that wasn't as bad as everybody, but I agree with you. The original is the, an amazing thing. Yeah. That's well, that's, you know, the Kurt Russell one isn't the original. Well, no, no. It's a remake of another one. Uh, yeah. It's so different. It's, yes, I mean, they're so different. The other one is actually pretty well directed for an old movie. Yeah, it's, it is. It's Howard Hawks yeah. is the director, but it's still like, you, there's no comparison. There's no comparison, but yo, Kurt Russell is so cold. insane. Set in the cold. Yeah. So. 
Yeah. I love that. I do too. That movie is so fun. It, and you know what? It kind of holds up. It definitely. Holds Don't you up. think so? Yeah. The dialogue, the acting. The, my favorite part is when they're all tied up in the chairs and the dude starts to change, mm-hmm. and they're all like, <laughs> they're like, yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen that in a while. I'm not gonna watch it and figure out how they get out of that. Yeah, that's how I, I feel like when I. <laughs> I love the ending too. The ambiguous ending. Oh, it's so good. And they're just drinking together in the snow. Like, yeah. Oh, one of us might be a. Thing, one of us might so be the thing or not. Let's just kick it. And the thing. What a great name. Yeah. What is? It? It's a thing. There's just a thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just such a like whatever name. Yeah. Well, we have one in the White House now. So. And we do <laughs> thing one and thing two. Well, there's that too. There's also thing three and thing four. Don't forget the, oh, the turtleneck. God. And, uh, Jack douchebag who runs. How let's impe- impeach him immediately. Can we? Can we do that? But what, I guess what I was getting at, without trying to go too much down that rabbit hole, is the, the thing being a metaphor for whatever it is that's in the middle of, like the, the elephant in the room, the situation that everybody's forced to deal with. That's what that is in that movie. Is an alien, oh. but in, in our case, it's a president. Who's yeah, essentially alien to our. He is an, no, he is an alien. He's an alien to. He to might be humans. an illegal alien. I mean, he could literally be. You know, he literally could be an illegal right. alien. <laughs> yeah. But he is, he's a Cheeto monster. So whatever planet that comes from. You know, there's all these, like, things about how, like, uh, New York has, like, a hidden toxic side to it. And even Jersey has lots of toxic waste dumps. And that's, oh, like, yeah. so that's where, like, Toxie, like, the Toxic Avenger came from. I think it's set in New I York I love City. that. And so I just have this picture when you say he's a Cheeto monster of him rising from the depths of, I don't know how <laughs> many Cheeto times. bag. I don't know when you've been to New York, but, like, have you been there when the trash piles are out? <laughs> I lived there for almost 10 years. Okay, so the fucking trash piles yeah, and the giant rats crawling on trash I've piles. I've ridden like, garbage trucks. Traffic is bad in some places because of the trash piles. Yeah. Right? So that's where Donald Trump was born. Like, I think he was uh, born this, in this a trash pile. pile. So there just happened to be like a Cheeto, you know, purge of a some bag. kind that happened. Yeah. Like maybe there was a bad batch of Cheetos. That got wet. It's like gremlins. It got wet with and some kind of radioactive spawned material. spawned babies. Yeah. And there were probably some rats nearby. So they're yeah. sucked into the, I think we cracked it. I think we did. I rode garbage trucks a couple times <laughs> when I was wasted. When you were wasted, yeah. you just grab onto the handle. Because when we get home... You just smile at the other guy on the other handle like, hey, man. Yeah, like all that happened. Like we'd get home, <laughs> the, the taxi would drop us off, and it just so happened the timing, we'd get home like 4.30 in the morning from yeah. the club, that that would be the start of the garbage That's morning. Funny. I keep forgetting that everything closes out. So late. late. Myself, yeah. So you leave the club at 4 o'clock in the morning, yeah. you take a taxi from Manhattan to Bed-Stuy, it's going to take a little time, so we get home like 4.30 in the morning and then my roommate Aaron would be like don't just don't like not tonight and I'm like alright and we get out of the cab and I'm like one more ride and I just would like go up and they let they don't give a fuck I would hop on and we go like three blocks oh my god I wouldn't touch the trash but I would just be chilling on the back we'd be talking shit that it was so me fun. Of something I did once, which is way less cool. Uh, after Back to the Future, I don't know if riding a garbage can tr- truck is cool. That's pretty fucking rock star. I think it's really just a sign that you had way too much alcohol. I'm gonna go with rock star. <laughs> okay, which usually includes some substance abuse. Yeah, you're right. Or, or use. I think right? you're right. So my less rock star moment was post Back to the Future, and I was a skateboarder. I mean, it was like way post Back to the Future by five years. But I, you know, there's lots of skateboarding in that movie, and I was a skateboarder for yeah. a long time. So. On the way home from elementary school once, I decided it would be a good idea to grab onto the back of the school bus oh, no. it goes up the hill that I had to skate up, which is pain in the ass to skate up. It's really fun to skate down. Really long. Like two miles long. Uh, but all the kids in the back seat fucking sold me out to the driver. He's on the back of the bus! Like pointing down to me. So the bus just abruptly stopped after I got like two blocks. It's probably, they probably did that because if they had they not, the bus driver would have known. Maybe he would have run over your little, little ass. No. 
a skateboard. No, you're in control when you're on the bumper. If the if anything happens, you push off, like push back from it. I mean, you, you, it's pretty easy to control. Oh, oh yeah, just riding on the back of a off. school bus on your yeah. skateboard is easy to control. The bumper. What are you, go. Tony Hawk? How old were you? I don't remember. Let's see, it was fourth. You were in elementary fifth, school. Fifth grade, maybe. That's so young. They saved your life. They didn't save my they life. They did. Those moments, I'm telling you. Those little moments you think don't mean nothing. You're telling me maybe not in that moment something happened, but in the future something could have happened. Mm-hmm. Is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they put a ripple in your path. Maybe. <laughs> it's like a time travel movie. Those kids actually weren't there, and then they were there. No, they were there, but they rippled your whole trajectory. They butterfly effect. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, God, that movie's so bad. It is bad. Is that Ashton Kutcher? It was like Who one... Who co-signed on him? Who also didn't tell him to change his name? I mean, no offense. It's not because of his, his Jewish ethnicity. It's the fucking... Oh, my Kutch, God. Kutch, Speaking Kutch. of Jewish, have you talked about Harvey Weinstein? <gasps> Go for it. He's fucking, fucking crazy, fired. Right? Did, he, did he get fired? He got fired. What happened today? This morning. Oh, fuck. I haven't read that yet. He got fired. Isn't that something? I mean, I read something? that Meryl Streep and Judy Dench came out against him. Oh, today, yo, once Meryl Streep comes out about you, it's a wrap. And Judy Dench. It's and like, Dame Judy Dench. Also, yeah, you have yo, a... Yo, you've tried to finger blast Dame Judy Dench. A lady of Dench. the British Republic. A lady of the Parliament? <laughs> Bye. The fucking queen is going to be calling you. Yo. <laughs> and, you know, like... This is the sort of shit that needs to happen for change to happen. Motherfuckers have to be held accountable. Seriously. If you do shit like that in a p- position of power... When the fuck is power, that going to start? Now it's starting. That's, That's this is, huge. I guess it's huge. No, this is huge. A is white guy... Is it huge or is it a white guy who's kind of at the end of his run anyway? No, when he's not the, the end time? of his run. No, but when was the last time Weinstein had a giant hit? I mean, the years of Pulp Fiction and The English Patient and things he like that... He just did... Are pretty far behind. Though. He does so much shit, though. That guy has his hand in everything, not I mean, just like the production. I know side. he does, but I'm just saying, like the real masterpieces that were done under his care were done a while back. Like the last. Well, he was finger film, blasting Dame Judy well, Dench. What, like Silver Linings Playbook was maybe the last really great thing. I think he was probably really the producer of. You sure? I've, I mean, he was on other stuff, Let's but I'm just trying it. to think of something great, you like something. Chat and I'm gonna, great, I'm gonna right? see what was the last thing. Like the English Patient was Best Picture. Pulp Fiction won Best Screenplay and was in the running for Best Picture. Just by being as scathing as it is. So I don't know. I mean, I, I just think he's kind of had, you know, they call him Harvey Scissorfingers. He's had a bad reputation brewing for many years. Oh, God, I mean, that's so... I never heard that before. I honestly never heard it, that he was that... Is. I'm looking him up on IMDb right now. You know, that makes me sad for him because that's who he is as a person. Gangs in New York. You're right. I mean, I'm just talking about amazing stuff. Oh, wait, no, no. Gangs in New York, you don't think that was amazing? 47 meters it's good down? It's a mess. Yeah, okay, he's been he doing... Lion. He was executive producer on Lion. Okay, that's big. He's still... I guess he's still attached to good films. I just... He's I just attached to Project like... Runway. <laughs> hey, he's attached to the founder. Yeah, we were talking about that. Runway, though. Yeah, because he probably likes to jerk off behind the wants, curtain watching all the models. more material, yeah. Jesus. That's his spank bank. He's got a lot of movies. You're right. The Hateful Eight. Yeah, well, I love the Hateful Eight. I didn't love it. You didn't? No, nope, I thought it was so flabby. I think you probably could have cut an hour out of that. You could have cut an hour out. I agree with that. It was definitely way too long. I also think that they should have had like Walton Goggins play Sam Jackson's character and Sam Jackson play Walton Goggins' character because both of them played the character they always fucking play. Yeah, both really talented. And it just frustrated me from the start. Yeah, that was kind that of annoying. Kind of both like Walton Goggins was a super redneck, and Sam Jackson was this like, you know, super badass, you know, uh, 
not misunderstood, but like uh, underestimated black guy. Yeah, in the, in the and right. you're right. And then you know the whole thing was like, and he sucked my dick, and I'm like, fuck, dude. I wish it would have been so much funnier yeah. if it was Walton Goggins. No, you're right. You know, can you say Walton Goggins four Walton more times? Goggins. <laughs> Walton Goggins. Goggins. I just think of goggles, and he, that probably pisses him off because I'm sure that you know, that was his nickname all throughout school. <laughs> What's up, Walton Goggles? It probably was. Yeah, Walt Goggles. He's like, I Shut still. Up. I was like shocked that what's his name got fired. I was like, wow, that's just crazy. I mean, he deserves it. That shit needs to stop. That's, he, that's it does deserve it, and it's just some. He's he has so much power in yeah, Hollywood. He does. And the fact that it happened so fast that he got fired shows that no one's fucking around with that anymore. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's been a pretty uh, banner year or so for that kind of firing. Right? Yeah. Fox News, CNN. There's Fuck all kinds them of all. Get them out of there. Around. You can't. Because all you do is you promote that sort of attitude and that sort of, you know, that shit ain't cool. I mean, I just hope this is the whole culling starting because I know that, like, we're going to have to deal with at least some more time of Trump and then, you know, the the rest of this. How uh, much more time? Well, the rest of this particular four years of the administration, one way or another, is going to exist even if he does get impeached. We're still going to have to deal with the running down of the clock. Which is terrible. Which is terrible. But my whole hope of this whole thing is that this is bringing all the crazy bullshit to light. And no, that's what I think so, too. Accountable. But yep. it's just like we have to, to it's, me, We have Harvey, to go through a shitstorm. Harvey Weinstein is like the low, low end. And I, only because he is fucking like 68 years old or whatever. And, and it's not that he's not a powerful producer still, but it's just like, it's somebody who's kind of at the end of his game anyway. He's, I would be I surprised want, if he to, makes it. Through his life for a long time. You think so? I think this is going to break him. Well, I mean, obviously, but I just—I'm just getting to the you know thing where I'd like—I'd love to see much larger, pow- more powerful people <laughs> like outside the of the entertainment industry. Exactly. But it starts with these little small ones. Do you smell dog shit? I just got a whiff of dog shit. I think you're maybe more sensitive to it than I. Am. Oh God, I smell everything. It's like well, my dogs them, sharded everywhere. One of them isn't here, so. They shart. That's the one thing about having dogs is you got to pick up just. Yeah. He he exploded. It was like Hiroshima out of his bum hole last night. Glad they're survivors. World War II Japanese realness. <laughs> yeah, it just got really uh, sad in here. I know. Doesn't Carlin look like that dog from Ghostbusters? The new Ghostbusters? No, no, no. The original with Rick, Rick Moranis. Remember the dog? Oh, the demon dog? The demon dog. Oh, yeah. He's a gatekeeper. Okay, who brought the dog? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Doesn't he look like him? He kind of does. <laughs> Actually, for Halloween, you could just cover up the white. Yeah. A little bit. Just put some grease paint in him or something yeah. in his fur and, and go for put it. Put contacts and in. You, and you could be the Sigourney Weaver character. <gasps> that would be, and I'll just hold a baby. You could totally do that. That would be really good. Deep, like, cheekbone yeah. and, like, crazy fucking electric yeah. uh, socket hair. Do you have your costume picked out? I am i don't know what I'm doing. When is this going up? I might put it up this week. Oh, shit. You should. It's very topical. I think so. That's exactly it. Uh, do you have your costume picked out? The thing is, I don't know what I'm doing because I'm doing LA Comic Con and getting home like on the 29th from that, and I'm going to be completely blasted. So I don't know if I'm hand out candy to the children, wrap up I four do pennies. I have a front porch for the first time ever. That's of fun. My own. You should sit, dress up, and sit in the chair like and put candy. Body. Yeah. And sit there with a the ball. And, and scare. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Scaring children on Halloween is legal. So I should just do that, that Irish face. Yeah. You should do, just do. Uh, <laughs> White Obama. I was going to say do White Obama. <laughs> Make it a scary White Obama. Well, but in, in Arizona, I should do just Obama. Yeah, that would right. probably, the people would want to like, attack you enough. Run, run away, honey. Run away. Get away. <laughs> There's a dark man on the porch. <laughs> is Arizona Republican? It's purple. 
That's it's, a it's, it's a purple state. I didn't know that. So like that okay, makes sense. So when Trump came to town a few weeks ago, the mayor said Donald Trump is not welcome in Phoenix. But then the governor was like, "You guys need to sign this health care bill." At the same fucking time, like the next week, the governor was like, "John McCain, you need to sign that bill." So it's like it's completely That's fucking so fucked. backwards right now. Every, oh, the whole God. state is at war with itself. <clears throat> like weed's gonna, you know, it's gonna take five years to get weed legalized there. I'm sure. Which is just crazy. There's so much money against. It. I was going to the dispensary and and signing the petition at, at some point before the election, and they're like, "We really appreciate it." And I'm like, "What's the prospects?" And they're like, "Nah." <laughs> just total head shake. Like, I mean, we'd love to, but we were talking about the tobacco lobby, fucking Joe Arpaio. Tobacco. Tobacco yeah. is legal. But also the alcohol lobby in every state. Oh. Whenever they get a chance, I guarantee you that they lobby for each state's legalization against the legalization because oh, I'm sure. they, they want it the makes it better. to flourish. Yeah, so. Do you know what's crazy is alcohol, there's almost 100,000 deaths based off of alcohol every year. Yeah. And 40% of medical marijuana mm-hmm. patients have replaced marijuana with alcohol, or alcohol with marijuana. Yeah. So that means if you do that math, that 40% of around 100,000 people dying are not dying now. Yeah, exactly. How can you not legalize you something that's legalize. improving? And especially in states where there's major problems. Even oh, my God. Like opiates, right? Yeah, the it's opiate, I mean, you could use marijuana to get people off of opiates. It's so ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Yeah. I, I don't know. I can't. I, I just can't even. The whole backsliding of all that, and I mean everything else in the country that's backsliding right now. All the progress is being hacked like to pieces. Explode. The Earth is going to explode. <laughs> She's angry. Earth's just like yo. Fuck you guys. All right. You need to watch Mother. Is that about Earth too? Yes. Is that the, okay, so that's that's all I'm saying. That's the metaphor. It's one of the metaphors. Okay. Okay, that makes me want to see it more. Yeah. Did there's you, deep. There are deep metaphors. Did in that you movie. see Noah? His last movie. I did not. Was it good? You know why? Why are you saying it like it's a secret? And if you because it's, I think it was sort of nobody knew what to make of it, and or they just hated it because yeah. like people who are really into the Bible, I don't know how they really took it. It's so basically. It's I'm not really like, into the Bible, so I'll. I'm not, I'm not either, but I mean, mythology is a really interesting thing. No matter what mythology it is, if it's treated like mythology, yeah. So that's what he did, and he basically made like a Lord of the Rings style like fantasy story about about noah that's fun the thing is is like methuselah and noah methuselah was supposed to be like 500 years old before the flood and noah was supposed to have lived to like 200 or older or what so kind like, of moisturizer are they exactly, using right Jeez. Skin. are they drinking drink. organic tropical coconut drinks like me <laughs> I, i'm hoping everything was organic back then. <laughs> i know right um yeah it's like well no we actually started pesticides no we had pesticides really, really we, that was the first thing yeah. that's the first organism actually it's a pesticide <laughs> turns out earth was founded by pesticides <laughs> That's what, that's what people are going to think when they find Monsanto the, when they created find, Earth. When they find the fossil encrusted Earth that we are going to leave behind, they're going to be like, oh it God. must have been just made of pesticides and She's horrible, just be a horrible radioactive chemicals. It's going to be just a, the, the <laughs> skeleton of the Earth and like what's left of the Kardashians. <laughs> Jesus Christ. With their ass implants. I know. That's all that's going to be left just of the Earth. ass and tit implants walking around. Just lips. Yeah, and lips. Just, floating lips. Oh, God. <laughs> floating lips. They were great at Lilith Fair. They might inject stuff, too. <laughs> What if they have some kind of stuff they inject oh. for their, you know, bionic Kardashian circulation and so that their circulatory system oh, God, is also I, just... Oh, God, that made me cry. Okay. I don't even want to the think about the Kardashians being bionic. Oh, that make me cry all the time. That's what's happening. Look at what Bruce Jenner did. It's clearly bionic. That's wild. Right? I feel like... I don't know if it was a genuine move. He got rid of his dick. Well, you know, I agree with you. And what I was going to say was what was weird about it is that everybody was just speculating. And then he announced it. And I just kind of felt like his whole life, people were talking about how feminine looking he was. His whole life. Mm-hmm. 
And especially later on, he just kind of started to look more and more feminine as he got older. Well, he was embracing it. I know, but I, I guess that's what it is. But I don't know if it's if it's totally genuine either. Maybe he just really wanted to escape that fucking evil family. Can you imagine? It's one of three things. It's genuine. He wanted to escape them. Maybe he didn't cut or it Or he off. wanted Maybe to be Christian more TV time. Literally, it was some kind of succubus who just, like, stole his manhood. you got to see Joe Rogan's joke about... Bruce Jenner's one of the funniest. It's along those lines. It's about. I won't even say anymore. It's Just the Google it. Answer. Google it. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah, Bruce Jenner's an anomaly, man. It makes you wonder. And then it also, it's like if you don't. It, there's a lot of people. People have a lot of issues on the inside. Oh, I know. And I'm not saying transgender people with issues. I'm sure a lot of them have issues because they don't really fit into society like a puzzle piece, but. Maybe some of them just have some darkness in there that they're not figuring out, aside oh, from sure. anything else. I, I think you, you probably get to see that because of the t- different types of people you interact with, with what you do. Oh, yeah. I, I kind of get the same thing. It's like anytime you go on the road and you go to a new place you've never been and you're kind of a captive audience stuck, not forced to talk to them in a negative way, but it's like you're, you're going you're to talk. You're up in it. You're, you're inevitably going to talk to new people and meet people you've never heard of. And be uh, presented with opinions you wouldn't normally have, you know? And the one thing that's interesting about the further away you get from the coast, the more homogenous the opinions become. You know, people thinking just alike is... Make a salad. Oh, oh what throw, do you got there? This is, you got... Uh, oh, you're a little... Okay, let's, let's, let's do... Oh, are which, you do close your eyes. All right, ready? Real or fake? God. Am I supposed to call it, say it before? Wait, I'm not oh, done yet! I'm sorry. I already knew the answer anyway. Go ahead. <laughs> That's so hard. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Ready? Which one is it? <laughs> I don't know. I am so stumped. I cannot tell. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what? I did like you did when you we not, started this. Did you not take, you did, I already started you loading like, the pipe up. Yeah. You did like me, and now you don't. Cause, yeah, I cause did. I don't believe in your impression skills. Yeah, you're not Michael Winslow. I'm gonna say, but like, it doesn't mean I don't you like you. You know what? <laughs> you you might say that, but a lot of people say that my ability to mirror the sound of plastic inanimate objects is uncanny. Right, give me something else, then. Okay, what do you want? To g- give me a, a. What's your what's your what's your number one like closer? <laughs> what's your impression? <laughs> your best impression of a plastic object that you could possibly do? Okay. A fart. <laughs> that's not a wait. What? A fart. Like a whoopee cushion fart? Because that's no. I, it, this is like just a regular. Okay, so fart. regular impressions go. Yeah. Ready? Yeah. All right. That's pretty good. It's pretty good, right? I have to admit, that was honestly, my asshole. That was my. I put my asshole right. To it's actually on command, which is that makes it more impressive. But I heard that on stage. You did that on stage. <laughs> I, so. a, I learned that fart noise from Laura Murphy. She's a direct girl code, and there's a whole episode of my podcast. We literally talk about farts for an hour. Uh, and so I just titled the episode Farts. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you know what? This is a, this is a, a simultaneous career high and low for me. <laughs> We're smoking out of my it's corn a, it's pipe. It's a razor's edge. It is a legit corn cob pipe. It is a legit corn cob pipe that I got during my cross-country trip when I drove uh, across this beautiful country of ours. I found this in Kansas. Of course you did. Which is a corn belt. Yeah. A lot of corn in Kansas. I was born in Oklahoma City. Were you? I didn't stay long. That's good. <laughs> I think I psychically impelled my parents to, to move get the to California. Out. I was like, must be more liberal. Here, blaze that pipe up. I will. I don't. With our, with our, I do. what do you call this lighter? 
I'm not going to use that. Oh, you're not going to use that? I call that a barbecue lighter. Oh, yeah, barbecue lighter. I have a barbecue lighter. It's like a mom lighter. Because then I can, like, get some, you know, space between me. It's got some serious amptage on the the flame, though, so I don't want to... Oh, yeah, it does. You're going to burn your fucking face right off. (laughs) That was the podcast that ended in shrieks of pain. Just... The end of the podcast was Jesse May sizzling herself to death. It pulls really fast. It actually is really clean and it's good nice, though. Yeah. I made a pipe. I made it. I whittled a pipe out of wood. I found it on a beach once, and I just whittled it. You're working out some issues through whittling. <laughs> <laughs> What's that from? I don't know. It sounds like a line from a movie. I'm working out in, some issues from whittling. It, I should put it in once. I don't know. I mean, some people go for knitting, but you know, crochet, but. <clears throat> Do you normally smoke weed the whole podcast? No. Is this the first time? No. It's just not usually front and center. It's usually like you can kind of hear the in the background, and one of us is like (coughs) off the mic. (laughs) We're just legit setting the microphones on fire. Like, you know, I'm not going to name names other than my co host. Sometimes I only have a sometime co host. Name names. Ben. Oh, yeah, Ben. He he tells everybody he blazes. That's true. Ben and Gareth and like people, people like that are pretty open about it, you know. I love it. But. I, yeah, I, I get weird about about being open about it. Why? I don't know why. You don't have like a you're not a doctor or like a no. school teacher. I think it's just the Jeff Sessions thing. I just like because my podcast really got going after Trump got elected. Yeah. Like right after Trump got elected is when I started getting a lot of downloads. I was like, fuck, dude. Like now I'm talking about it a lot. They're this, not gonna do nothing to you. Evil elf is out there calling it the next you know heroin and all that shit. Which is and so crazy. That is so crazy. The evilest elf of all. Yeah. Can't stand that fucking guy. Reefer Madness? It is. It's seriously like Reefer Madness. It's, it's like it Reefer Mad- Madness all over. And Jeff Sessions is the new Henry Asslinger. Henry Asslinger is the godfather of the narcs. Yeah. He, uh... He, ru- he, he, he was the guy with Nixon who made every... Who did the whole... War on drugs. Criminalization of yep. everything and set up the whole code. Yes, yeah. he did. He sure did. Fuck those guys. Fuck those guys. Those rich white guys that have yeah. no connection to life well, the thing that i'm noticing about the jeff sessions thing is that it's it, nobody's really supporting him within the within the government at all because everybody's like dude we're talking about trillions of dollars trillions look at and what colorado's people, doing right and a lot of people know what we know which is that it's going to be better for the drunk driving problem it's going to be better for the opi- opioid problem there's all kinds of people who have addictions different addiction problems mental health mental health issues yes you could literally microdose people back so, to health yeah There'd be less crazy people on the streets. There'd be less drunk people behind the wheel. Cancer There's going to be children who are feeling better because their seizures have Dude, the subdued. Seizure shit. Oh my Come on. Those videos are The guy with MS. Have you seen that video? Yes. He's shaking and he takes and it and, he, and, and, and he's within, fine. Yeah, it's beautiful stuff. So and like, the, you know what the side effect is? Hunger and, t- oh. and being tired. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my eyes are red. Once in a while, you might have a, a, a psychotic episode. But oh, but you know what? There is cotton mouth. Oh, Watch God out. damn. What? <laughs> you mean there's cotton mouth? How do you solve that? Uh, I don't know. A Are delicious we, organic a delicious drink? Organic, or, yeah, I wish Core. I'm going to go buy more of these. This episode is sponsored by Core. Organic I know, I need to hit them up. I'm going to send them a message and tell them to send me a lifetime supply of organic Core. I keep core. trying to get, get them, try to get them as a sponsor. I know. I keep doing that. I keep going to... Um, Have you gotten uh, people? What's the evolution juice? The, the Ooh. really good pressed green juice, because I drink fucking tons of pressed green juice. Evolution's good. I keep emailing them, and I, I finally got an email back like two weeks ago. They're like... Because the first one was no, and the second one was no, and the third one was like, well, we don't really do this and that. Mm. And I just, for some reason, after the last no, I then got an email that was, we're passing this up the chain. Ooh! So, I got my fingers crossed. Yeah, Evolution, they have that so, in Target. 
Do they? Yeah, and they also have it in Starbucks. They used to only have it in Starbucks. And I've seen one in Starbucks. Safeway, and yeah, they're just yeah. their market share. They need you. Massive. They need me. Yeah, they totally need me. They're in fucking Starbucks internationally, probably. Well, <laughs> you know, you gotta cross, you gotta get across the market a little bit. They need That's your true. podcast listeners. That's true. You guys out there drinking Evolution. Do you have sponsors? I don't. I had sponsors when I was in a network, and now I'm independent until I go to... I'm going to High Times Network with Sharp Tongue. Shut up. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm very excited. They're starting a whole new network on Pod 1, I think. Really? Yeah, so I'm going to go over there with them. When's that happening? Soon. The process is happening now, so in the interim, I'm just recording independently. And editing myself, which is so hard. Yeah. That's I'm over here eating snacks. This is what happens when you smoke weed on the snacks. snacks. We had fish oil. Fish oil wasn't enough of a snack for me. But it really gets your appetite going for Yo, snacks. I smoked weed on the plane once. Say what? I have a pen, though. Oh, it's a vape pen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it still smelled, and the cloud was so big. And I smoked it right in my seat. <laughs> and nobody said anything? No. Times are changing. Times are changing. What are they going to say? I, if I got to sit in your fart cloud, I can smoke my pen. What is it? Why do people get on a plane and they shit or your, their pants? Or your, or your creepy kid looking through yeah. the Yeah. like, hey, what's going on? And that's it. You're like, stop looking at me, kid. Jesus Christ. One time I fell asleep. I had my dog and his toy on my lap. I woke up. The dog was gone. And kids were walking up and down the hallway with my dog and the toy on the plane. And then this motherfucker comes around with juice for them. I was like, yeah, give them sugar. <laughs> little devils up they're really you know lagging behind they really need to they're taking laps up and down the goddamn aisle of the plane like it's a the plane is like <laughs> vibrating because they were all in my lap when i woke up it was terrifying it was like children of the corn children of the corn cob pipe <laughs> i wish it was children of the corn cob pipe much <laughs> oh, less shit. <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> much less scary movie though right i coughed right into your microphone i know it hates it it's so rude <laughs> it's gonna complain about you later my bad I'm also eating. Mm, 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 that's popular on podcasts. <laughs> people love to listen to people eat. Yeah. These snacks are delicious. It's I'm like, just promoting all my snacks. <laughs> I brought Jesse Jesse May Peluso on my podcast today to promote different organic snacks. They're organic. <laughs> They're organic peanut butter chewy banana bites. Are you kidding? This organic minute was brought to you. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's I. That's, I eat almost all organic stuff too. You're not selling anything to me. These are so good, though. Yeah, these are really, really fun. Good. They have sugar in them. Yeah, and the peanut butter is a little bit, but not too much. Boo! I know that sugar's a devil. I don't do any. The sugar's worse than anything. Sugar causes a lot of disease, and they don't even. That's not even outlawed. And they're going to have marijuana be illegal. Can I say? I'm going to say this on the podcast for the first time ever, but. As far as I know, nobody has ever researched the link between sugar and autism. They fucking should. And the amount of sugar that we've added to the American diet in the same time that autism has spiked is, to me, a very fucking suspicious coincidence. Hell yeah. And it, it fucking irritates me so much that we're talking about vaccines and I got measles outbreaks in places that have never had measles outbreaks. Yeah, and, and it's like... Gonna have a polio case before we know it in a, you know elementary school or some shit, so... And you got 50 grams of sugar in boxes of cereal. It's like... Yeah. Why, why are you going to make the thing that causes the, some of the most problematic issues in your health completely legal? And not, not only just legal, my favorite fucking aisle in the grocery store. The most fucking addictive thing in the world. God, I love cereal. You know? It really is. Except cheese is also Cheese so is amazing. Addictive. God, I love cheese. Cheese, cheese is addictive? the same part of your brain as heroin. It really makes your brain release the same chemicals. So that's why it's, have you ever gotten off of cheese? 
Like masturbated? Yeah, on a hard well, block of brie last week. Well, I mean, I've seen Swiss. That's my bad. <laughs> you fucking Swiss. <laughs> Those holes are just... Anyway. Um. I, I like a nice stock of Parmesan. <laughs> that's a little rough for me, but... <laughs> um, no, uh, I used to have the... Ultimate cheese addiction, like the quesadilla addiction from hell kind of thing. I never or heard cheese of cheese being addictive. I know there's chemicals in it. I don't it. think that it's considered an addiction. But, I mean, neither is using your fucking iPhone too much. You know what I mean? Well, that's, like, yeah. But I basically had to make a conscious decision, especially reading, like, in, in men, as men get older, it can fuck with your testosterone if you eat too much dairy, and it can give you a belly. There's also a, so, a link to cancer, breast cancer, right, ovarian cancer. Right. Well, she, uh, dairy, I think, uh, institu- or, uh, influences bad. inflammation. It does, like and there's, so. a, there's a chemical in it uh, called casein, and casein's linked to a lot of the issues that I just previously mentioned. Cancer. Can I just, is that okay? Which, Carlin? He's not chewing something bad. Oh, yeah, he's always chewing something bad. He'll figure it out. He just swallowed it. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is terrible for him, absolutely. But, you know, it's like my squirrel died last week, and I'm still dealing with the emotions we, of that. You want to talk about I mean, I know you talked about it on your podcast, most recent episode, but so you had a squirrel? What? I had a squirrel. I was walking in the street. Oh, this is a mixture of both of our weed now. My bad. Salad. Why is that bad? I forgot which one I was putting in. It's like a little mixture. It's it's a potpourri, a potpourri, if you will. I was walking down the street, and this little squirrel was out in the street and uh, going up to people. No, go ahead. Blaze it out. No, I did last one. Go. Okay. Um, he He was going up to people, and I was like, this is uncharacteristic of a baby rodent. Yeah. So cute, though. It look, he looked like he walked right off the fucking Cinderella set into my heart. <laughs> <laughs> and so squirrel, I had... Squirrel of my heart. Yeah, the squirrel of my heart. Netflix, Netflix and squirrels. I kind of want that to be your next special. Squirrel of my heart? Yeah. Can we call Netflix? Yeah. <laughs> we can't. We'll call them right now. <laughs> Let me just pull them up. What 800 Netflix. Let me get them. I had the three dogs with me, so I was like, well, if I'm going to get in this girl, I can't have the dogs. Brought them up. I came up. I got a handful of hemp seeds and pumpkin seeds. <laughs> And I went down, and I sat next to him, and he just sat next to me, and then he crawled inside my jacket pocket, and that's a story about how you die alone. <laughs> and I kept him for a week. With I no got, other squirrels around. If you look in the corner of my kitchen, you, you went off on a little. There's bit. seeds and milk formula down oh, there. Oh, and a little dropper. And I left. I had my neighbor keep an eye on him. I had gigs in mm. Sacramento last weekend, and three hours after I left, he died. That's how deep my love runs. And his love. Apparently. When you get a taste of my his love. His heart was so broken. His heart was. He probably hit his head. How could you do that? <laughs> that little fucker hit his head on the way down, but I'm going to go with heartbreak. <laughs> he hit his head on the way down? I think because his tree fell. Oh, so you think he was injured. And that's I why think he was, was injured. Kinda... I'm going with that because the alternative. Well, no, first of all, the behavior thing is weird. You're right. Yeah. So, yeah. And he was like, I let him out and he'd be all kind of shaky. Yeah. He, I think he had some trauma. Well, haven't we all? <laughs> Moving in with me could be traumatic. I think it was just maybe the fact that he realized I had three dogs and he was embarrassed for me, so he just died. He literally just was, like, having a horrible anxiety attack for the whole fucking time. I don't know which was at your mouth or the... <laughs> yeah, you don't know because of the talent. Yeah. The inanimate object. He didn't... I didn't have to close my eyes. The mic was just hiding your lips. I know. And the, and the lid at the same time, so I couldn't quite tell. Okay, ready? That sounds like a real thing. Okay, wait. Let's get back to mine because mine's better. Okay, turn around. Don't cheat. No, you looked! Turn around. <laughs> Turn around. You're so terrible at this. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. 
It's because I know the difference every time. You do? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's every because time I'm, I'm so sure I'm going to stump you. I can just hear the moisture in of your mouth. Okay, okay, all right. Sound, so. All right, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even tell you what I just did. I scrouched down to where I was holding the jar as to project the noise towards you. Are you, are you revealing your ventriloquism techniques? I went like this because I was holding it here and I went down an inch. Oh, God damn it. I'm never going to get it. Well, you know, but you know, some impressions you like have to do a face to do it. Like De Niro. Yeah. If you're going to do De Niro, you have to like downturn your mouth. Here's my De Niro. Hey. You yeah, you have to turn your lips down and look really terrible. So oh, maybe it's just, you have to scrunch up like an old lady to break this down in a plastic container. It's just, I think the fish oil's kicking in. Woo. The fish oil's definitely kicking that's in. That's the strong stuff, I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, no, that's the good shit. That's organic. Uh, oh my god. It's organic fish oil. <laughs> I'm actually just going to edit the entire podcast out, <laughs> except for all the organic conversations, and just call it the organic minute with Jesse. Guys, this is the organic hour with Jesse May, and we're keeping it to a minute, because that's what our organic does it saves and preserves we don't want to waste time this podcast is 100% sustainable <laughs> guys this podcast reuses reduces and recycles our voices so just play it on repeat so you need to listen to a new one and cause more pollution in the world is this digital pollution is actually a problem a lot of people are not aware digital pollution is real is this microphone organic <laughs> 100% I'm only supposed to talk into a mark. What is this made out of? Is this animal pelt? Does, has PETA passed your microphone? Yes, it's actually. Carlin brought you a it's toy. It's made out of wheatgrass. It's woven and it's. Uh, grass is a creature and grass has feelings. Right, it is. It's true. But actually, we, we consulted and meditated with the wheatgrass. You. <laughs> we had. <laughs> We had a union with the wheatgrass. Okay. It's actually mutually agreed. As long as you meditated with the wheatgrass. It's actually still alive. It, I can, I can feel it breathing. There's soil inside the microphone. I don't know what this character is. I feel like I have a ponytail. You know what this character is? It's L.A. <laughs> it is L.A. It's the feminine I might, L.A. I might have some mini dreads. Maybe some salon dreads. Oh, God. Salon. I think I say cilantro. I was like, that sounds amazing right now. I love cilantro. Oh, God. Do you have cotton mouth? That sounded terrible. I did that purpose. Oh, that was terrible. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was the, the worst point. noise. That was the like point. if you feel somebody breathing on your neck and you turn around, they're like, <sighs> it's like gross. <laughs> and his name's something like Lance. Is that, re- is that recent? I just, it's just a, a moment in time somewhere in life. I don't know if somebody must have experienced just the. Right now. <gasps> someone could be experiencing that. Especially oh, on a train. Good. For instance. like That corn pipe be, is for you. That corn pipe. That's all you, boo. corn pipe's for you. <laughs> Is the corn organic? <laughs> I smell pesticides. Mmm. <clears throat> pesticides, little sweet pesticides. So you're just in Sacramento? Yeah, it just shows at the punchline. So you just, you did last week and Nikki did this week. Yeah. Yeah, that's what, that makes sense. Yeah. She just flew in from there. I got, a, I got a text her about mother. That's so funny she walked out too, because I thought I was crazy for walking out. No, she said a lot of people were walking out. Like, they warned them when they bought their tickets that people kept walking out in the last 20 minutes and asking for refunds, so the theater warned everybody. I, they, they gave me refunds. refunds. Really? Yeah. That late? Yeah. Shit, that's crazy. That I was in the hallway. I had a... just have a policy about, like, once you get past, like, an, uh, 45 minutes into a movie or something. My neighbor had to slap me in the face to prevent me from having a panic attack. And I had a splash cold water on my face. Slap you in the face? Yeah, like, she had in a, a movie? Not hard, but, like, she had to, like... 
Oh, okay. To get me out of... I'm picturing the, like, 1950s really still... Hey, Telemundo, hey! Pull yourself together, Jesse! <laughs> you got to pull yourself together. <laughs> no, it was just, like, and light taps. you by the shoulders. Oh, my God. Where your hair just... A nice shoulder shake. <laughs> just, like, threw my neck out when I did that. Yeah, no, I just... I had to walk the fuck out because I was having a panic attack. I threw my attack. neck out when I was a kid headbanging for the first time. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you were not meant to headbang. <laughs> no, no you're not meant to headbang. Although I do like some of that music now. Like, I really like Metallica now. Really? I love to drop I'm not going to judge you, but I'm going to judge you a little bit. Certain days. Certain I'm going to light this lighter for you. I, I defy you to listen to certain <laughs> albums and not enjoy them. Like, Injustice for All. I'm open to everything. I like all music. It's not that hard. It's actually kind of rhythmic, and it's it's dark, but it's not, to me, it's not like Megadeth. Do, 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 do. What's that song? grunge. I don't know what that song is. <laughs> Sing it again. Or, wait. Sing it again. <laughs> God, is Lars in the room? <laughs> it's probably not even the singer. I don't know. Get a, it's James, Lars. James, James Headfield. That's the singer. Ready? Yeah. I'll do a Lars Ulrich impression. <laughs> Good. Ask me a question for Lars Ulrich. Uh, Lars, when did you realize that your band had gone beyond normal fame and into something altogether different? Well, you know, that really depends on your impression of fame. Like, you know, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Lars, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, fa- <laughs> fame... <laughs> <laughs> I thought I nailed it right off I love those like, failed impression episodes the best. I thought Lars was here. I mean, successful impression. You said Lars was totally here in the room. I know, except it was James who's the singer, so I totally <laughs> fucked that up. You make my spirit away. What is that song? I can't, I can't tell what it is. Follow. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What if that's not a song and we need to record that? Okay, I'm gonna, I need to... F- I'm going to find it on Spotify. I'm going to sing it, and then we'll find it on Spotify. And I'll tell you, you won't even be able to tell the difference between the two. You're going to totally harmonize, aren't you? Yeah, no, you're not even going to be able to handle the... Oh, okay. Let me take a breath. I know it is. Ready? I'm going to do this song, and I'm going to play it, and you guys aren't going to be able to tell the difference. Yeah, we'll look at you. <laughs> unnamed song, song, unnamed song by Metallica. <clears throat> oh God, it's turning into a Native American rain chant. <laughs> Many moons we came down from the mountains. Okay, ready? You guys heard what I just did. Quick, quick refresher. <laughs> oh, you were doing the guitar part. <laughs> we're gonna go in a little bit here. God, it's a long guitar intro. Oh God, where is he? Oh, yeah. I sound just like him. Where do I come in? Where do they come in? Nobody knows. Wait, I didn't even know where you were singing. <laughs> Nothing else matters. I just didn't know the words. I had the temp. I had the melody. It's 
I mean, you can't tell Look, the difference. Some people have to pay top dollar for <laughs> tickets to events. Listen, like Frank Caliendo can suck my dick. <laughs> How seamless it is. <laughs> God, I'm gonna get sued. <laughs> it's like we just played a whole song. I think you're only supposed to do 30 seconds. It was like five seconds here, five seconds there. We're good. I think we're okay. Yeah, I think we're fine. Just, it's like 27 point. You might get like a bill for like 50 grand, but you're told it's cool. You're fine. My lawyers. Will Ask your Patreon people to just <laughs> donate a little extra this month. Hey guys, so I'm just doing a quick video this month. Like, you know, hey guys. You guys can like throw in an extra five or fifty dollars, thousand, hundred dollars. <laughs> That'd be great. Kate thinks bye. That was a video for that. Great. Also, eat these banana treats. They're delicious. <laughs> Appreciate the support. Go organic. Organic, guys. <laughs> Make sure your money's organic. Okay, bye. Bye. My goodbye is organic. Organic. Okay. Our fucking money is so not organic. Our money is how, like, wiped from the devil's ass. <laughs> That's after it's printed. It's printed, and then the devil wipes his ass with it. <laughs> exactly. A, a rich a white guy, guy jerks does. off on it, exactly. eats it, shits it out, and a homeless guy picks it up. And then somebody, well, then the homeless guy spends it on something. He spends it on crack cocaine. And then a rich guy gets it as... As a change, like at a coffee shop. He, yes. And then he rolls it up and snorts cocaine through yes, it. Yes, because that's a rich man's drug. <clears throat> then he eats it, shits it out. And then... A homeless guy finds it again. him for money. Oh, I was going to say that. Oh, yeah, he asks him for money. Too, yeah. And he takes that. Yeah. And a homeless guy buys meth from um, Brian Cranston. And then the police confiscate the money evidence yeah. and they go buy their wife's tits because their marriage is failing. Right. That's a cycle of... American life economy. Yeah, it is. So, you know, by the way, it's really too bad that Brian Cranston took the whole meth dealer thing for real. Like, it was, speaking of Dan yeah, Day Lewis you know, and taking characters really too just, seriously, you should have just, it, like, knocked it off after the last season. He didn't season, need right? to get into it. I know, I don't understand why he. He really took it too far. Well, but I mean, you know what? He saw a marketing. He's kind of sexy. He did yeah. see a marketing opportunity. It's the Crags, right? Like, yeah. It's like the Clint Eastwood thing. Yeah, he's got like cracks. Clint Eastwood and Unforgiven, where you're like, he's old, but he's still got that and fire. He's still got the grit, and yeah. I, I want to clean out his face nooks. <laughs> okay, first of all, I just had this nasty belly button moment in my mind. Like, I want to clean out the... That's how you know you love somebody if you want to clean out the nooks of their face crevices. <laughs> I mean, that's not. That's beyond love. That's beyond what's love. That's beyond love. That is. It's a little too much love. Jesse, what's beyond love? Uh, Farts. Yeah. I think actually love I think farts lie before love. And the going to the bathroom in front of someone is also in there somewhere. Yeah, but you know, I don't want to do that. Like maintain the cuteness. Right? Boundaries yeah. are boundaries are so good and really we get too comfortable. We are fucking learning things. We're learning things. Yeah. You can get emotionally comfortable with somebody. Yeah. Don't get um digestively comfortable with <laughs> That's a tough word. Bowel movemently comfortable. Yeah. Don't get um <laughs> shartly comfortable with them. Yeah. Never, never get sharply. No, and this is, and I'm seeing this guy now. It's the first time I haven't been farting around somebody. That's gonna be tough. It is tough. I do it. You just like sneak away. Yeah, I go in the corner and I cry and I. You're ah, like, oh, ah. open the window for a second because it just seems so nice out. Can you leave? What? Yeah, no. Can you leave? Yeah, leave now. Water the plants on the patio. Here's me shutting the door. Here's a foot. Here's a guy walking. <laughs> okay, God, your impressions are just <laughs> so vivid in terms of the scenes that you said. Okay, go ahead. Here's the guy walking towards the door. I'm gonna feel like I have to fart. I'm gonna tell him he needs to leave. And I'm gonna do him leaving and shutting the door. Okay, so am I him? Yeah, you gotta go. Just go. Right, sure, I just. Yeah, no, no, I, I need you to leave just for a second. I have to take care of something. Just for a second. It's just so, work. So I go to the store and like, go. get something. Yeah, okay. go. Oh, okay. Go, go, go. Okay, Sorry, my character didn't want to leave. That was the problem. 
Did I commit too much? <laughs> I was totally yes-anding, though. I was not fighting the scene. <laughs> but could you... Could you hear how... How fast? How it sounded like he was leaving the room and shutting the door. I mean, it was like a Hollywood soundstage. <laughs> I even had a little bit of Foley. I mean, it sounded like somebody drinking milk. But <laughs> oh, I can't handle it I, anymore. I felt like you were pushing me out the door. I was. Hands were totally like, oh, <laughs> you felt it, like, right? Hey, okay, all right. <clears throat> all right bye, bye, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and I forgot to fart. I forgot to fart. For <laughs> Editing. It's all bad. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <sighs> really gone down the yellow brick road. We really have. <laughs> it's in Chittenango. It's what? The guy wrote uh, Wizard of Oz is from Chittenango. They have a yellow brick road there. Chittenango? Chittenango in upstate New York. I never heard that word in my, my life. My people, we're the, we're the, we came down from the mountains where the Chittenango are. Uh, <laughs> oh my God, I think it's going to rain in here. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably so culturally insensitive. <laughs> no, fuck that. Yeah. Fuck that. You want to talk about this? I did a show You're once. Mad about this? I, I'm smacking my lighter down. I did a show once at a Native American casino, and I did a joke about spirit animals. And if the motherfucker had listened to me, he would have understood that I was making fun of white girls adhering to the spirit animal aspect of the Native American culture as the joke. Not Native Americans having spirit animals. It was about the appropriation of right, it. Right. And so I do a Native American voice, and I do, I'm like, we're many moons. We came down from the mountains, and <laughs> my ancestors and I settled amongst the creeks with the animals, and we had a, a symbiotic relationship with nature, and Mother Nature was our free. <laughs> Just to like go on and on, right? And so afterwards, he tried to like berate me about it. Fuck that. Everything and everyone should be made the fuck fun of. Yeah. Everybody. Also, you're playing a character. Like, yeah, and chill it's the like, fuck out. I'm a comedian. Yeah. Don't take it seriously. Don't take anything I say seriously when I'm on stage. Yeah. It's not like Jesse Mapeluso presents a seminar on. Yeah, on the Iroquois, the, yeah. the migration of the Iroquois. <laughs> like, give me a fucking break. And, and Tonight, our story is the Trail of Tears. <laughs> you are no one is exempt from being made fun of yeah. because then you then it becomes racist then it becomes you know a segregation yeah you have to it's equal opportunity offense across the board i don't care if you got syphilis or a fucking cleft lip this is why it's okay that the chinese and the irish are racist because they fucking hate everybody oh yeah but they've definitely got the brunt of jokes put on them but you know don't have slanty eyes and be so drunk <laughs> What are you talking about? I'm just fine. This is a normal day for me. <laughs> I'm just topping the morning to you, lad. <laughs> just topping off the morning. <laughs> That's where that comes from. <clears throat> it's the Wikipedia entry on top of the morning. Oh, man, I'm Actually, so I'm high. Filling the glass. What? I'm so high. You are. I feel great, though. Yeah, it's good. I feel wonderful. I have my core drink. We've laughed a lot, too. We have laughed a lot. I peed a little in my pants. That's just like the thing behind you, right? It says, it says I laughed so hard. Oh, my God. Ran down my my leg. sister got me the sign. I laughed so hard, tears ran down my leg. That's a that's a sentence for peeing, guys. Okay. Your pants. Yes, you get it. Yeah, I get it. I get it. And I got my grandma's pink cock here. Wait, what? Oh, this right. is this that is, is a, depression. That wear. is a huge pink cock, though. Honestly, this is a pink cock, and then inside of it, you see all these stones. Did you steal those from the desert where you weren't supposed to take them? I did. Point? What Arizona? Where were you? I, I stole them from Arizona. When you were just there. 
Uh, well, the, two years ago. When I saw, last oh, time I saw you. Jimmy, so you're there a lot. Yeah. That wasn't two years. It was two years. It, it was, was a year. year and a half. Maybe. I found these. I think it's pyrite. That's not. Wait, it's Look got pyrite it. strip in it? Maybe. Look at it. Isn't it cool? Where is their pyrite? Jimmy, Jimmy said there's pyrite there's in it. No I'm not pyrite. Going and this is just quartz. It's got a little string of just ruby quartz in it. Quartz? Quartz is a crystal, but I'm not saying there isn't pyrite in any of those. Listen, quartz isn't getting fired it's for pyrite. fingering J- Dame Judy Dench, now is it? <laughs> I hope not, because that means it's really going up the chain. This problem is much bigger than we thought. It's entering the gem world. <laughs> the gem, yeah. Wow. Next thing, it's going to be diamonds. Next thing, it's diamonds, and then there you go, people. Marriage isn't thing. real. Marriage is over, yeah. It isn't real if diamonds are fingering God, Meryl almost, Street. I think I understand where the Republicans are coming from now. What happened? <clears throat> what happened to us as people? I don't know. Civilization. Civilization. Yeah. Civilization. Yeah. yeah. Civilization. That's in a movie. Civilization. Is it? Yeah. It's funny. Some character. Some character like ranting, like not homeless, but definitely. Civilization. Civilization. I like yeah. that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's somewhat accurate. I want a cheeseburger. Yeah. Is it time? It's almost time for a cheeseburger. Wait. Turn around and do a sound. Jesse. Was it my butthole or my mouth? Jesse. Was it my butthole or my mouth? My answer is Jesse. You have to. I mean, I'm sitting right next to you. That's how I lay down boundaries. <laughs> it's your boundary sound. My boundary sound is this. That sounds like a slap bracelet. I have a slap bracelet. Do you want to see which noise? <laughs> we thought we were going to call it in a couple of minutes here, but we've got a few more impressions okay. to run. Through, guys. <laughs> that's it. I'm done. I'm done with the impressions because I don't want to overload you guys with my talent. Well, that's. The I don't want you guys to be insecure about your lives because of my impression skills. So. Yeah. I hate when that happens. I get lots of hate. All the time. Mm-hmm. I do. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so now that we've talked about nothing of business or normal uh, career type stuff, which is good. Like I said, I don't usually <laughs> abide by notes for people like you. <laughs> but uh, what's your what's your touring situation right now? I'm on the road a little bit. I'm working on TV stuff. I've been working on some stuff with VH1. Oh, I just cool. recorded a rap video last week. I'm so excited. Uh, your own rap? Yeah, uh, I'm a rapper. My name is Twiggy Azalea. Twiggy Azalea. Yeah. So like when Iggy Azalea is not available, they call me. She's faded anyway, right? She's faded, and yeah. I'm I'm you know I'm up in it. Like I'm making it happen. So we did a rap video. It's gonna be out I think in November. The show. It's like basically like upgraded girl code. Oh, cool. Yeah. And then I'm working on my own show with them. We're just going back and forth. I, and I don't know what girl code is. I was going to ask you about. I didn't either. Case. I was on it for four years. Like, I have no idea. But apparently, you were the one who was the loudest voice on the show. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's one big, one unanimous statement about that show is that you were the standout voice that's of the show. So funny. Irreverent yeah. was a word, which is always my le- my least favorite, most overused fucking word. Because re- irreverent. Because writers. Because writers, people who are critics don't fucking have a big enough vocabulary of words yeah. to describe things. Seriously. So irreverent is always their favorite. It's so irreverent. It's, it's, all, so, it's ironic wrong. and irreverent. It's Organic, irreverent, and ironic. Yeah. It's ironically organic. I actually only uh, embrace and consume organic irony. <laughs> God, what a fucking sentence. It's actually great for comedy. It is. Because I hate forced comedy, so it's actually kind of true. I didn't mean it to be that's true. That's funny. I was just, my brilliance really is just, it sneaks yeah. up on even me. My knees are so cold. I think I have bad circulation. Or are they just linking up against this? <laughs> Are you just touching this? I just like to tell you non-sequitur facts about my body. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That happens. Uh-huh. I try to not tangent that way, but it totally it happens me sometimes. What was I going to tell you earlier? I had, I had an aside earlier that was like a, 
a weird fact, but I can't. You didn't remember get. What it was you now. forgot it. What the no, fuck? because some impression happened, and I just completely I, my talent it. threw you off. <clears throat> your your mental chain. I know it, it happens often. I mean, it's it's like a complete neurological shift. You know, like oh, when yeah. you see a brain it's map a, of it's somebody's a cosmic brain, shift. and then they poke their finger so that the pain sensor goes off. Yes. That was literally how much of a shift it was. I know. Like wherever my brain was with the tangent didn't go. I away. have to tell. Okay, I have to tell you where I'm going to be. Okay, here's where I'm going to be on the road. I'm going to be at LaSalle College October 20th in Western Mass. I'm going to be at Hartford Funny Bone the 3rd, 4th, and 5th of November. And then I'm going to be at the Syracuse Funny Bone for Thanksgiving week. Oh, Syracuse, and get to go home to your family. Yeah, That's hang cool. out with my family. Your family? You're, so your family's kind of... They're cool. They're cool. Yeah, they're is good it, people. Is it rowdy or is it... Oh, it's rowdy. Oh, good. I have 45 first cousins on my dad's side. Just on my dad's side. How many siblings does he have? I don't know, like a bunch of them. <laughs> like a bunch. <laughs> Like, like a, a whole pack. My grandpa had two families at one time, so my dad has got like I ten think he siblings. He told me about this. Yeah, he yeah. was a little bit of a player. You know, back in the day oh, before well, social just, media and DMs, he was slipping around but, town. But that's why I was just telling you about my dad's parents. Yeah, like shit was going on. By oh, the nobody knows. No yeah. one wants to talk. Catholics, all Catholics, being quiet. Mm-hmm. So yeah, nobody has impulses. Nobody no, has desires. Oh no, God, no. Those are those are sacrilegious. Yeah, those are sins. But speaking of sack, I'll be in Syracuse. Speaking of sack, it's Thanksgiving week, and then because I call it Sacramento sack, so yeah, Sacktown. They sack call it Sacktown. Yeah. And then December, I got off, and then I'll be in American Comedy Club, San Diego for New Year's. Nice. I, That's grew, up, where I grew up in Sacramento. You did? Yeah. It's a good weed. Very. Yeah. Very conservative town for California. It really is. <laughs> There was a there was a no dancing policy in downtown Sacramento. I heard that. Like I ran a That's DJ night at a coffee shop with some friends, and we constantly had the cops roll by. Like all no dance, no fornicating. I was like, is this the movie Footloose? It is. Like, no, it literally is the movie Footloose. Kevin, we, we were the Kevin Bacon. You guys need to find a barn and fucking let your loose your feet loose. <laughs> Put on the Sunday shoes. I love that shoes. dance. Take I can the do the Footloose Put, dance. On the toes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the shuffle to God, the side. I wish I had a video podcast. I know. God damn it. I can't do that impression. That's one impression. I no, it's too much for you. It would, I would set this place on fire. You want to do it just... That was clearly your mouth. It was. <laughs> Talent. Talent. All right, so you got a new show in November, and you're on the road. Mostly on the road. East yeah, mostly for the, east. For the rest of the season. Yep. And then I'm in Paris. Thailand and Mexico in January. Are you touring there? A little bit. Some vacation and some shows. That's cool. Yeah. Wow, that's fun. Life is short. Gotta get out there and stamp up your passport. Yep. That's cool. Awesome. And I'm trying to do Amsterdam for 420. Do you have any specials coming up? Working on one. You're working on one? Mm -hmm. Do you have a a network or a venue in place for that? Uh, No. That's okay. I have an idea of what I want. There's lots of places to put that. There are. And I want to do something anti-theater. I don't want, like, a big-ass special. Are you going to try to run the business side of that yourself? No. No? No. I don't have the brain for that. I'm the creative. Yeah. I have a little bit of business brain, but... It's so tempting these days to kind of, you know, hustle for yourself. Well, you always have to hustle. Right, but, I mean, it's sometimes... You have to delegate. You know, you have the team. You have to delegate. Like, I've got four managers, like, six agents, Mm -hmm. a lawyer. You just got to keep everybody motivated and... The lawyer being maybe the most important. He's so great. It's Jeff Cohen. He was... He was. Uh, I've heard that name. Jeff Cohen was, um, ch- uh, what you call it, Chunk and Goonies. That's why I heard that's that. That's my lawyer. Yeah. Truffle Shuffle is my lawyer. Yeah, because I've looked him up recently because he's great. somebody was telling me about that. He's, he's magical. Like, everybody loves him and he's, oh, he's, he's well respected. Yeah, he's got yeah. a pinball, a Goonies pinball machine in his office. <laughs> of course he does. My dad came to visit last year and they were having vodkas at noon and I was playing How Goonies pinball. How many times? Pinballs. 
Have you asked him if they're going to make a sequel and is he going to be in it? I don't actually talk to him about it at all. I just really? no. I love that movie. Yeah, you can you can have him on your podcast. You should talk to him. Really? Yeah. Did you set me up with that? Mm-hmm, oh, I would. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to make that happen. That's yeah. amazing. That'd be fun. Um, I'll have to be very careful with that one. That's like when I met Paul F. Tompkins and fully put my foot in my mouth. Like I was with all these people that he knew, and my first fucking response to meeting him was, "I'm not with them," because I didn't I didn't want him to think that I knew him from them or whatever. Like I was meeting him for the first time, I just wanted Awkward. to make that clear. And he's just like, "So you're the guy that throws your friends under the bus when oh. you meet somebody you like?" And I was like, "Oh, at least he made fun of me." I guess. That's funny. So yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> and I wish I could meet him again just to be like, "Dude, I love you so much. I love the work you do, and just be a normal fucking human." Yeah, being. no, that yeah. sounds even. More more weird. Uh, is it? Yeah. Really? Did I, did I think he's yeah. awesome? So you like that? I totally... You just p- play it cool. It. Play it cool. Yeah. Play it cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be like, hey, Paul, nice to meet What's you. Up? What's up, PF? <laughs> PFT. What's up? That's his name. It's true. Oh, my God. His name is a fart. Should I tweet that to him? Maybe that's why P.T. Anderson likes him, too, because that's also like... I'm going to tweet it like to a, him. Like a... I'm going to remind myself right now on my Twitter draft that I'm going to tweet to Paul of Tonkins <laughs> that his name is a fart. Noise. His initials. Your initials is the make sound a of a fart. Sound. Your initials make a fart sound. Make a comic book fart sound. That's literally what it looks like. Dear Paul F. T- Tompkins, right? Yep. I think it's at Tompkins. Yeah. P.F. Tompkins, right? P.F. Tompkins. Your initials. We're live tweeting on the podcast. We're live tweeting. Your initials make the sound of a fart. <laughs> I wish we could get a picture of like a word bubble from a comic or an effects bubble that says, you know. Love Jesse May. <laughs> Do the star, like this, you know, little asterisks and then. The dirt this, star? The PFFT. Okay. <clears throat> the dirt star, the dirty starfish. I'm going to do it right here. The dirt. Uh, tell, did, do they know the name of your band? My band? Yep. The Dirty Starfish. What's the name of my band? What's the name of your band? I don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah, don't tell him. I don't. I don't want to say mine either because these these people steal it. (laughs) No, like I, I really legitimately, I have a couple members that I'm adding into it. Okay, so, so real quick, we'll close out with this. So, you know, Bill Moomy from um, uh, Lost in Space. He's Will Robinson as a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he was also on Babylon 5 yeah, for yeah. a while as one of the aliens. Kind of. So he had a band called The Seduction of the Innocent, and it was him. Oh, Jesus. I can't remember who else is in it, but there's there's a couple of other child actors in it, right? And they used to always be the band of Comic-Con in San Diego. So they would be like the official Saturday night That's cool. performance, right? Yeah. And they recently broke up. So now there's just no like band floating around in the comic industry scene among the professionals that I know of. Ooh. However, two of the people who've been on my podcast are, you know, one noodles on the guitar and one is an awesome bassist. And for me, I want to be, play I want to have kind of like a punk sound. So I want an awesome bassist who can do like violent femmes level, amazing bass riffs where the Let's song start runs a band. on it. So that's why I have a name that I'm keeping secret because I can sing. I got these two guys on the guitar. If you want to play drums, we would be really adorable. It would be fun. One, dude, my, We'd have my, to interchange my, my between your name and my name. Looks like looks like a gray buddy Holly, and he's the most friendly guy on earth. So he just was a character. Have in you his guys own practiced right. yet? No, because everybody lives. Two of them live in the Bay Area. What the fuck? But I'm. I'll make it happen. Let's get a studio and make a song. I, and can, it's called Impressions of Plastic. That's a great name. That is actually, sounds like a Radiohead. That's, that's like an title. album name. <laughs> Impressions of Plastic. That's a whole album, right? There. <laughs> And we can because you could talk. We could talk about the Kardashians. Yeah, we could talk about money, culture, and money. We could talk about the you know. Good thing we're recording this because I'm not writing shit down. I'm not right writing now. anything down. <laughs> Do you, you should take this off because everyone's going to steal it. No, because we're not. 
giving away specifics. I know. Our, you guys can't handle our band names. So copyright 2017 us. Yes. Thank you. And 2018. And 2018. Per- and perpetuity. Per- perpetuity. I love Shark Tank. It's like my favorite word, per- perpetuity. It <laughs> sounds more. almost... Der- was it your mouth? Oh, Jesus, I almost the- set your microphone on fire. Oh, it's hot. Sorry. <laughs> oh, God, that was way too close to your microphone. <laughs> I, I, I wish I held that look a little bit longer. I held it singe. It was like... No, that was my look. <laughs> you look like Bruce Campbell and a white Obama. <laughs> they, had, they had a baby, you know. Bruce Campbell did? And Obama. It's you. <laughs> God, your it's face. Like a, okay. It's like a soap opera soap opera plot just got revealed. On you the look podcast. like the photo that comes up in the news at 6 p.m. They're like, have you seen this guy? Fuck that. I liked you when we started this podcast. <laughs> Things can turn. Oh, yeah. Things can turn fast. Yeah. 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 Okay. Ace Ventura. I feel better. Things can turn fast? No, it's just like you also have an Ace Ventura look. Probably because I grew up in the era of comedy. Yeah. I try not to do that kind of stuff. You know, I try to keep it more intellectual and less. Do, but you should do what you feel, don't you? No, no, I like physical comedy, but I just don't want I to. I don't comedy. want to fall into what other people do if I ever do comedy. Yeah. When I walked into Ben Glebe's house to record our podcast, he goes, he goes, so how long have you been doing comedy? I'm like, I don't do comedy. I draw comics. He goes, oh, fucking thank God. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Like everybody's a comedian. Oh, it's so, much, so, so nice. And you're like. But then Jimmy's is encouraging me, so. No, Jimmy, shut up. <laughs> I'm going to leave him a voice note right now and tell him to stop encouraging you. I but, just texted him this but, morning. But I have good, I have some good stuff. No. I'm a good writer. No, you just. Stay right in your fucking lane. Hold on. So should I write for someone else? Jimmy Wisman, I'm leaving you a voice note. I'm on Craig's podcast right now, and he's telling me that you're encouraging him to do comedy. Why don't you stop shoving people into our industry, okay? He's got his lane. Are you happy here, Craig? Pretty happy. He's fine here. So just stop recruiting people to be a part of our club, okay? I miss you. I love you. Bye. There, I sent it to him. But I also like comedy. <laughs> no, you stay in your fucking lane. You stay right here, drawing. You have a, a beautiful talent. You're a podcaster. You just stay right in your fucking lane. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you do what you are told. Don't set my fucking mic I'm on sorry, fire. I'm sorry, I'm again. sorry. <laughs> She's like, totally, you just forgot what you did seconds ago. <laughs> that would be a cool sound effect to end on, though. Just okay. going up and you ready? Ready, guys? This is a sound of fire. What kind of fire are we talking about? Like backdraft fire. Ready? I'm going to open the door because that's what backdraft is. That's what you're not supposed to do. So. Oh, okay. So open the door and then it goes up in flames. Ready? Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's my death well, fart. Because the fire comes after the fire, right? No, you fart. You light the fire on fire. You know, the, the, <laughs> the, the, oh, the, and the then fear, there's a second. The, okay. The fear of the fire and or the pressure there's a of second flare the air. That happens. The second flare. Yeah. Those are dangerous. That second. They are dangerous. Shock, the Those are supernovas, flare. man. That's the creation of existence right there. We've solved so much on this podcast. I know we have. Well, we should probably leave it at that then. Okay. Bye, everybody. Okay. Bye, everybody. This has been fun. Bye. From- Go organic. <laughs> Psycho killer. you guys to ask me questions that I can answer on my Sharp Tongue podcast and also on my Weeds Day. Oh, someone just sent me a message. Oh, it's Yamanika. You know my friend Yamanika Saunders, comedian? She sent me a fucking vibrator in the mail. Some busted ass Chinese vibrator. The shit doesn't even work properly. 
She got me some budget shit. She couldn't even get her friend like a nice Scandinavian model. No, this bitch had to make a four-year-old Asian girl a p- put together a vibrator. That's some shit. You know some kids put those vibrators together. They don't even know how to use them. That's some real bullshit. Okay, let's not let's not get into this because it's going to be a whole other fucking hour of me being angry at the socioeconomic and just the moral and lack of ethics of the Chinese workplace. I can't get into it now. I can't get into it because I have to answer my Facebook fan page questions. <laughs> okay. Mitch Bacon Eagle, who's one of my just consistent fans who I love, uh, Mitch Bacon Eagle, says, I just finished losing my best friend in 15 years of suicide. Well, Jesus, Mitch, way to kick it kick it off. What's the best way to keep myself composed and together while grieving? Well, fuck. I wasn't planning on getting in so deep so early. <laughs> Why does all my laugh sound like a fucking Goodyear tire running out of air? Um... God, Mitch. Well, there you have a couple of responses here. Steve Lunsford says, I'm very sorry for your loss. I've lost a close family member to suicide. Ian Burns responded, who's also another very um, supportive fan. He said, please be easy on yourself, Mitch. I don't think you have to stay composed when grieving. Remember the good things about your friend and how they made you laugh or smile. I think that's great advice. Um, I feel like suicide, we're learning a lot more about it. And uh, I, I, I wonder if the social media coverage and the news coverage is something that acerbates acerbates the issue is that the proper word or if it's something that i think it's a catch-22 i think people become more aware of it maybe as an option but i also think bringing light to it is pretty important um suicide's a serious thing i've known a couple people who have taken their lives um a couple people who changed my life dramatically who ended up taking their lives and it's hard and i'm gonna say mitch i i i agree with ian don't compose yourself um i think composing those emotions that are meant to come out they're going to come out some other way and and unless you let them come out of you the way that they want to you know some years down the road it could manifest into something worse so i think you should be uh, you should honor your emotions and you should go through what you're feeling and know that you're okay and if you need a laugh honey come to my page send me a dm i'm here for you boo i'll send you a real fart noise if you need it i'm sorry for your loss and i hope you find some peace uh mccarthy sean how do you know when you found your soulmate and when do you know you're finding out you're ruining running out of time looking do you settle or keep looking or just even wait till it's till you're sick till let's say you're 80 and finally find a soulmate you type like a drunk hillbilly, Sean. Every time you send me a message, this shit sounds like a hillbilly who had too much moonshine and attempted to send an email. Um, I think you know you found your soulmate, and you spelled soul, S-O-L-E, so I'm thinking you're looking for a shoe. I think when you, you know you found your soulmate when, you're, when it's not too constricted on your, on your, on your big toe. <laughs> uh, I think you know you found your soulmate if it clicks. I don't know why this has turned into Delilah's hour. You guys are asking me about suicide and soulmates, but I'm going to answer it. I think when you when it clicks and it's effortless and um, you both are on 
a, a similar wavelength and you're able to communicate without saying a lot. And you know what else? Being able to be in silence with somebody new without it being awkward, I think is a huge testament to the connectivity and the um, just connection you have with somebody. Just being able to be chill and quiet. You know how amazing that is with somebody? But I think, you know, you found your soulmate when it's just, not that it's just easy, but it just, f- it clicks. You know, it just, that f- that fo- it flows like a river, man. In, in, you know, I believe in that. I do believe in it. So you could, you know, Ian, I don't know about you, man. Uh, oh, no, sorry, McCarthy, Sean. You sound like, you know, you might have, like, you might go hunting for, like, bunnies and shit. So I don't know, man. I, you might you might be 80 years old, but you could find your soulmate at any age. Let's not, you know, restrict it to just a specific time in your life. And I think people have a couple different soulmates. I've got friend soulmates. My dogs are my soulmates. I have family soulmates. So, you know, don't get hung up on the word, but keep yourself open. I think that's the main thing. Keep your heart and your butthole open, McCarthy Sean. Aaron Matthews, do you think Israel treats people of Palestine like Germans treated Jews in the 1930s? What the fuck is wrong with you people this week? You know, I like to keep it to marijuana farts and stand up. You guys are coming out the gate with suicide soulmates in the Palestinian war. <laughs> oh God. I, I don't, I, I don't even know how to answer this question right now. Um, yeah, I th- there's issues between the Israel, uh, people of Israel in, in the people of Palestine. And there were issues between the Germans and the Jews. There's issues between everybody. I think we're all, I, I think religion plays a huge role in these wars and in, in this genocide that's happened in the past and just d- just terrible things that have happened between groups of people in the name of religion baffles me you know I was raised not very religious um, we went to church and then my parents broke up and my mom was like who the fuck is God and I was like what dad's gone too da- God is gone can I get a dog <laughs> so I have a very different opinion and very specific opinion, but Aaron, are you high? Or are you just like on like, a, like in a situation right now? I don't know personally. I can't tell you personally how Israel is treating the people of Palestine, but I do know a little bit that it's not the greatest. And I know that it's uh, at the sake of religious differences, which is very frustrating. Ian Burns. I'm moving on, motherfucker. L- Ian, please ask me something about my pussy. Ian Burns, I'd like you to address a shortage of Jesse May t-shirts in the UK. That's something I can deal with. I'm, I'm working on a t-shirt line, Ian, and you're going to be the first to get it. I'm going to put my face on a t-shirt. I've decided. Fuck it. I'm going to put my face in a butthole on a t-shirt, and that's it. You guys are just going to have to wear my butthole on a shirt and call it art. Michael Ebeling, when are you coming back to Buffalo? I need another microphone bouncing off my head. Oh, my God. That's so funny. A, a special person in my life who I know is listening to this podcast will appreciate that. I will be back in Buffalo probably in 2018, maybe the springtime at the helium there. So uh, just com for tickets, Michael, and I hope I didn't bruise you. Oren Hughes, first question, how do I get connected to Honey Bear looking to purchase some coffee and conversation? <laughs> uh, if you want to purchase some Honey Bear Farms marijuana, which is my dispensary's um, distributor. That's where we get our stuff from. It's our stuff. We're seed to sale. We're still um, waiting for a grand opening. But if you go to, if you're in the LA area and you want to buy some of our bud, go on Weed Maps, go to Midtown LA and look up 
Herbolution Organics, and you can find our stuff there. Drew Bean, is your favorite bird the swallow? Where were you in the beginning of this questionnaire situation, Drew, when they were mentioning the Palestinian war, uh, the Holocaust, and suicide? Yeah, I swallow. I want (laughs) to swallow everyone's sorrow in this question, in this uh, question series here. Jason Wright, do you try to hide your farts? Have you ever woken up in a strange place? What you get? What you gonna be for Halloween? I mean, shit. Those are a lot of questions. Do I try and hide my farts? It depends on the situation. You know, am I on a first date, or am I in the middle of a keynote speaker giving a presentation? You know, yes, I'll try and hide my farts. But you know, if I'm in a CVS shopping for cereal, because sometimes they have great deals, I'm gonna let one squeak out. I'm gonna squeeze one out. You better believe it. If I'm with my family. Toot toot to toot. Watch out. It's shooting right out. Right into your right into your aura. From my asshole to your aura. Um, have you ever woken up in a strange place? Yeah. M- my mom's womb. That had to be weird as a baby to take a nap and wake up and you're still inside of another human. Like, when the fuck am I getting out of here? <laughs> it sucks that we don't have memories from the womb. You know what I mean? Like... Just I just want to have like one little memory of that space, you know, just one little like, could I hear her queef? I just maybe a memory of my mom queefing internally would be something nice. What am I going to be for Halloween? I'm going to be toast and you'll never get it and no one will get it, but I'll get it. And that's all that matters. Jason Wright. How's the squirrel doing? Jason, my fucking squirrel died. Are you not keeping up with my life? Do you ever get writer's block? My squirrel died. Have some respect. Yeah, I do get writer's block, but I think it's important to work with friends. I'm working on a screenplay right now with my friend Chris McClure, and he's very motivating and doesn't let me slack. So um, writer's block is inevitable, but you have to work through it. Have you ever met Harvey Weinstein? Hell no. Hope I do someday soon, though. Samantha Altman, where have you been? The squirrel died. Thank you, Samantha. Jason Wright, where have I been? New York, Colorado, Florida, and every state in between. Not sorry if I don't catch every post or tweet. Ooh, shots fired. You should be up on the squirrel news, though, Jason. Jesus Christ. Mock Lawson, when are you going to let me put a baby in you asking for a friend? That doesn't even make any sense, sir. And then someone else responds, Michael Madden, I already did. Mock Lawson responds, oh, no, you didn't. Are you guys having a fight about my womb? Why y'all so sweet? (laughs) Man, I hope you enjoyed this week's Sharp Tongue Podcast. I like doing these swap casts because I enjoy talking with somebody. I know you guys like hearing me ranting and and raving, which is the name of Yamanika Saunders' podcast that you should check out. My very close friend who her and I are working on a show together, Ranting and Raving with Yamanika. Uh, I really just enjoy having somebody to bounce ideas off of. So that's why I chose to put Craig's podcast in this week and you know next week I'm gonna do a movie companion with my favorite movie The Thing so that'll be fun Um, those are you know you just plug in the movie we watch it at the same time and you hear me talk shit about it maybe I'll see if my dad's available to do it with me Uh, you guys are dope treat each other well don't be an asshole learn a new skill so you don't turn into a useless piece of shit okay I love you guys
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.